Good, good morning, my fellow Michiganders. Good morning, my fellow Americans. All right, real quick video this morning just to keep you up to date of what's truly going on. Obviously, I'm going live on all of my platforms right now. So our reach, folks, um, on all of my platforms, it's growing every single day, but we're getting around 150,000 now with all of the reach um, on every single one of my platforms. However, there is censorship going on. I was banned from China TikTok for life. <laughs> for talking about the smoothie. Um, and I had quite the following on there. I was getting like 300 to 400,000 views on my TikTok videos, but China TikTok has officially banned me for life, which is a badge of honor, right? Usually I get thrown in Facebook jail for a week or a month or get some groups taken down, but to get banned from China TikTok for life, wow, that's like a, another trophy I can put on my trophy case. Um, however, I'm back on there as Dr. Garrett DC under another phone number. So it's not that hard to get around. So I'm growing the following over there. So if you're on TikTok, I will be pushing the envelope over there again. Um, Dr. Garrett so, or Dr. Garrett DC is my um, hashtag or as my uh, handle. So just to keep you informed of what's going on there on China TikTok. Also, our group, Facebook group, Michigan Needs an Adjustment is now getting close to 70,000 people. And that's continually growing every single day too. The group's a little different. I have figured out um, how to keep the group afloat, which is fantastic for all of us to keep us connected. Um, I know the rules and the community guidelines and stuff. So as of right now, we're doing great over there um, and making some people mad because they don't have free conversation over there. You can't. You can't say certain things. You can't talk about certain things. And I will take the uh, negativity of the thousand or so people that are mad at me for deleting them or deleting their content. Um, but to keep the group as a whole of 70,000 together. I, I don't care if I offend some people, folks. I'm always going to do what's right for the good as a whole. That's just who I am. Um, but if you haven't joined us, if you're still on Facebook, come over to Michigan Needs an Adjustment, join the group, um, and we're going to continue to carry on our call to actions over there and on every single other platform. But what I'm looking for right now on the group um, is to share all of the information that we're doing because I'm getting censored big time on my own group. Man, oh man. So when I post something on my public figure page, it gets like quadruple the the um, exposure. So this video like I'm doing right now will get like 4,000 in a matter of an hour. On my group, it'll get like 283. So the censorship is uh, real on the group, but sharing it, commenting it, I'm getting it out there so we can get the messaging out. But from the people on the Michigan Needs and Adjustment group, that group is going to constantly evolve. The conversation is going to evolve. The, the energy of the group is going to evolve. And it's going to be like this as we go through this movement together. And a lot of people have been commenting on, you know, I went to this such and such a place and I didn't wear a mask and I felt freedom. And my kid and I went here and the mask holes got us and they wouldn't let us in. You know, so those stories are great this past week. And that's what I want to do is get people because the power of one can lead to the power of many is the more and more people see that other people are standing up, more will follow. That's just how it is, folks. But now I want to evolve the conversation from written stories. Now I want the people on the group for all of you that are watching right now. I want video. I want a video testimonial from each and every one of you. Keep it clean. Keep it positive. Keep it nonviolent. I don't want to tax. I don't want hate. I don't want swearing. I want to hear from your heart on what the governor and the health department and their unconstitutional orders that still goes on and what the mandates have done. And I want to hear from how this has affected you, how this has affected your family, how this affected your business. Was your business shut down? And more importantly, I want to hear 
video stories, folks, on how this has affected your children. Okay, not written stories anymore. I want video. You guys have to share the video testimonials. Try to keep it within five to eight minutes. Don't go off on some 35-minute um, rampage, right? Keep them short. Keep them quick. But I want to feel your heart. This is your opportunity to get your story out, all right? So I want videos. Let me stress that again. Your stories will not get approved on the group. I want to hear and see your video testimonial, okay? So when you guys submit to get posted on the group, it has to be video now. I am not going to post any more stories unless, you know, that it's going to take a conversation or somebody has a really great point to make. I will let those go through and you can see that some of your posts get approved. Some of them don't. You just have to trust me, folks. And you have to trust me when I shut down the comments. When I go to bed for the four hours <laughs> a night, right, I shut down most of the comments because I wake up, conversation has gotten out of control, right? There's hate and harassment. I woke up to Facebook guideline violations this morning. So I, we have to keep it clean. So just trust me as we go through this. I'm not censoring you. I'm trying to keep the group connected. And you can follow me on any other platform. The Facebook group is the only one that I keep very, very consistent with the messaging and the conversation. You can follow me on my public figure page. You can follow me on Instagram. You can go to TikTok. You can go to our Telegram group. You can follow me on Parler. And you can say whatever you want. I do not censor anybody on those platforms. However, for the group to stay afloat, because Facebook's intent with a group is for it to be sunshine and rainbows, to have constructive conversation, not to attack, not to put hate, not to get on there and start swearing, not to say these key words that will get us clipped. That's just Facebook rules, and I have to follow them with that group. So that is going to be the rules going forward. And I know I'm going to get 100 messages a day. Why can't I comment? Why are you shutting comments off? And we're going to start directing people to the announcements because it will be in the announcements. So when you see people that say that, just say, hey, watch the announcements, okay? So the group's done. The call to action today. And I knew this was going to happen. Whenever you do a call to action, especially when you have a, a pretty heavy call to action that we have that I think the appointment of or the nomination of the, the director of Michigan Department of Health and Human Services is not until I think the 20th something of March. I think it's the third week. So it's another 10 days away, folks. And so we started this call to action last Friday, okay? Well, two weeks ago, I think. It's almost two weeks ago that we've been doing this. And people get burned up, right? You start it, you get all excited. You're like, yeah, we're going to do this call to action. And then after a week, you're like, ah, uh, I'm kind of burned out. They're not responding to me. You have to stay consistent with this stuff. I told you all from the beginning this was going to take time. We have to continue to follow through every single day. If they don't respond to you, that's great. That's because they're getting overwhelmed. OK, if their voicemail boxes are full, that's great because we are filling them up and we're not allowing any other calls to get in, which they are going to have a problem with, folks, because we demand for them to hold up the nomination of Elizabeth Hertel. Why? Because she believes in mandates. And this, too, shall pass. You know, everything's starting to open up. There's more and more data and science. All the other states are getting rid of all those unconstitutional mandates, which they should never have done in the beginning. I'm holding those accountable, too. However, more and more data is coming up that this is over. And they're going to claim victory through the smoothie. That's what they're going to do. Here in the next two months, Governor Whitmer is going to get on a live conference and says, hey, we did it, Michigan. All the suffering that we've done, everything that I had to do for all of you to keep you protected, we did it. We got over 70% vaccinated and we did it. Good job. Good job. That's exactly what she's going to do, folks. You heard it here first. As soon as they get most of the vaccinations done, and it's your choice not against the vaccination. I'm against mandating it. You want to get it? Fine. If you want to wear the mask, fine. I'm against mandates. 
But that's what they're going to do, and she's going to claim victory. And the 40% that love her are going to be out in the streets, and they're going to celebrate and say, we did it. All the sacrifice that we did for us hammering down our children, for canceling our children's experiencing, diminishing their opportunities, diminishing their dreams, it was worth it because we saved lives. But then you look at the other states who are doing better, who never had unconstitutional mandates, and they're doing better per death per one million. Their economy's doing great, and the mental health crisis doesn't exist because they have a little thing called freedom, right? But here in the state of Michigan, I told you from the beginning, the catastrophic consequences of this governor are going to be a whole hell of a lot worse than a virus, which we have well over a 99% chance of surviving, if infected. She has destroyed the businesses. She has ripped up the Constitution. She continues with her behavior with the health department, with bringing down their unconstitutional mandates. She has destroyed businesses, destroyed lives, started a huge mental health crisis. It's going to take a decade to get over with, and there's no amount of money from the federal government that's going to take care of that, folks. It's not. We are going to get stuck with not only the bill, but with the hot mess that she has put us in. And I will not let her go. I will not let her get away with what she has done, especially now with more and more data coming out the nursing homes, right, on how she only counted the percent of deaths from the nursing homes, not the other four locations, right? I got it right here. Indiana, Ohio, Illinois, and Wisconsin, all included in the percent of deaths from elderly homes. Um, nursing homes, assisted living facilities, adult foster home facilities, and homes for the age. When she came out and bragged that we are doing just as better or just as good, if not better than all the other states, she was only counting the nursing homes. She left it out, all the assisted living facilities, all the adult foster home facilities, and home for the aged. Okay, so how many is that? You're going to be shocked. So she only counted 447 nursing homes in the state of Michigan. There are 4,428 other licensed elderly care facilities that she did not include the count. And if she did include the count, we would have been a whole hell of a lot worse in all the other states. And she would have been held accountable. And I'm hoping the legislature runs with this and digs with this to find out if this is indeed, in fact, true. Then she has to be held accountable if she did what Cuomo did, was put elderly um, people who were infected with COVID into these homes and it spread and it killed a lot of people. That's what we have to figure out because we, the people, demand to know the answer. And we, the people, demand to know why you're giving hush money to all these people or who are rats jumping off the sinking ship. The old director of health and human services, Gordon, right? And we have the unemployment chief. And then we have um, somebody else that was in, I forget, let me see right here, unemployment director, the Michigan Economic Development Chief. They all got hush money and their severance pay or retirement package our tax paying money, folks. We need to find out why. Where did it go? Okay. So right now, the call to action is in the description of this video. Go there, email the senders. The description of what you need to say is, or what you say and what you can email is obviously in the description of this. Share this video to everybody. The more we can get, the more it will make an impact. All week, folks, several times a day, 10 times a day, 20 times a day. If you have the time, do it. This is your opportunity to fight back in a positive, nonviolent way. So if you're on Facebook and you're not on our group, come over and join us. There will be some censorship by me. Sorry, that's just what it is. I'm just being transparent with all of you. Um, but I'm trying to keep the group afloat because that is our um, base of operations to get things done from not only now, but from here on out, folks. So we, the people's voice, can be heard. All right. So for again, for the people on the group, I don't want written stories anymore. I want video stories, video stories of how 
the governor's executive orders, which were unconstitutional, and how the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services and what's going on with the schools, how that has affected your family, how has that affected your businesses? What is this past year being under the tyrannical rule of this governor? How has this affected you? You know, this is your opportunity to let your voice be heard. No swearing, keep it positive, keep it nonviolent, don't attack. I want to feel your heart. Okay. If you do that, we can get this messaging out to more people and we're going to get what more of the independents on our side for us to win in 2022, no matter who runs, we have to get the independent vote. 40% lover, 40% are obviously on the right. And then we have 20% in the middle that are like, eh, I don't know. Ever since she locked down us at the end of November and took away um, Christmas and took away Thanksgiving, and then she went to the inauguration with her beautiful family, do as I say, not as I do. And she then she only opened up the restaurants at 25% with a curfew at 10 o'clock. Then she opened up the restaurants at 50% with 11 p.m. curfew. Kind of sick of this nanny governor, her unconstitutional ways. That's what the middle's starting to believe because the longer she goes about this and more and more states that are opening up, the truth is out there, folks. Okay, so we have to continue to motivate and inspire the middle to come to our side. Now, I know there's Democrats out there who refuse to vote for Republican, but I have heard from their own mouth. They say, you know what, Garrett, I am not going to vote for her, but I will never, ever vote for Republican. I'll just stay home that day. That's a win, folks. So if the Democrats who can't vote for Republican want to stay home and not vote on Election Day in 2022, that's a win. Stay home. There's nothing wrong with that. However, for the people who want to come over and vote for somebody who's going to bring a conversation in the middle, that's who you should vote for. Somebody who's going to stand tall and stand through all the attacks. Somebody who stood up from the beginning. And that's why I made a comment on one of my posts this morning. The reason I'm contemplating, folks, the reason I'm even contemplating on possibly running is where were all the politicians in the so-called candidates right now? Where were they on April 9th? You know, why, why didn't they stand up? You know, where were they in April? Where were they in May? It was crickets. It was crickets. Why did it take somebody like me to stand up? Because if one of them would have, I would not be here today. I would have supported them 100%. So now we have Americans who have stood up, and a whole bunch of them who have stood up this past year who never even considered politics, now considering it because what has been done to all of us. And I urge all of you, all of you, that you don't have to run for governor. If you want to run for school board, City council, your neighborhood book club. I don't care what it is. State office, I, government, I don't care. You need, if you have that feeling in your heart and soul that you need to run, then run. Then run because we need Americans. Because I am done with the woke left. I am done with the cancel culture. I am done with them canceling Looney Tune characters and books, right? And putting biological males and allowing them to compete in women's athletics, folks, that's wrong. I am all for civil rights. I am all for civil rights for everybody. But when you're making policy and decisions and rules based on a very, very small percentage of the population, and it's affecting the majority of the people in a negative way, that's wrong. I do not care if somebody wants to change their sex. I don't, that's your choice. If you're an adult, go for it. I do not agree with hormone therapy to children to stop puberty, right? For that garbage that I'm hearing, I am for everybody's civil rights. And if you want to be a man, if you want to be a woman, that's fine. However, I disagree 100% and I will take a stand. That's why I'm taking a stand right now with biological men competing in women's athletics. Horrible, horrible. Where are all the women's rights folks right now 
who I went and went to school with and stood tall for feminism. Where, where is all those people standing up right now? Well, they're afraid because the woke left will attack them, right? I don't, I don't care. I'm going to do what's right. And that is wrong. These women have worked so hard. And for a biological man just to come in and look, folks, keeping it real. It has been proven that a biological male is physically stronger than a woman in the majority of the cases. That's just fact, right? That does not make them a better person. That does not make them smarter. That does not make, make them a better human being. That's just the facts, right? That's just that's just the facts. So to have a biological man compete in women's athletics is a travesty right now. And it must be stopped. And I just saw South Dakota governor. I'm a fan, never met her. Hope I get to meet her one day because I support her. She is fantastic. She has taken a stand and she should. And all the other governors out there should also do what's right. Do what's right. Okay. So call to action today. Boom. Email the centers, call the centers, flood them all day long. We'll do it again today. We're going to do it again tomorrow. We're going to do it all weekend. We're going to do it next week. Get on, folks. It's going to be a long ride. I told you from the beginning, it's going to be an ultra marathon, not a sprint. Okay. And for my Facebook group, no more written posts about going to such and such a place without a mask. I love them, but now we're evolving the conversation into video testimonials, positive, nonviolent, not hateful. You won't get through. I will watch every single one. If I get 5,000, I'll watch all 5,000 of them. However, I want video testimonial on how this past year has affected you, your family, your businesses, your life, anything. This is your chance to let your voice be heard. And I will give you a platform to allow your voice to be heard as long as it's constructive. Okay. So keep hanging in there. We're going to win this fight. I will not quit on you. We all will be the lantern in the darkness of today's challenges, and we will continue to push this movement forward in a positive, nonviolent way. God bless you. God bless the state of Michigan. And, of course, God bless these United States. I'll talk to you all soon. Bye-bye.